Okay, ladies, the, I want to do just a kind of an introduction and overview message. Um, the homework, we're going back to the previous um, format where you'll have three pages of questions and then one page to take notes on. If you want to take notes today, there are, is notebook paper on the name tag table. What we're going to go over is, uh, number one, who wrote the letter and to whom was it written? Number two, why was it written? And number three, what should we gain by studying the book of Galatians? So number one, who wrote it and who was it written to? Well, the book of Galatians is an epistle or a letter uh, that the Lord used Paul to write that is part of our New Testament. I, I read somewhere that uh, they believe it's probably the first letter that was written. Um, and most believe it was written sometime around 57 to 60 A.D., although a, one of the commentators I read also thinks maybe more in the late uh, 40s A.D. But Paul, who was called Paul after he was saved, he was known before as Saul. He was a Jew of all Jews. And as he describes himself in Philippians 3, 5 through 6, he said, Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. That was how Paul described himself. I mean, he was ultimately the, the Jew of all Jews. But he goes on to say in Philippians 3, 7 through 9, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Now we know the Lord had a call on Paul's life. Um, he was transformed dramatically from being a dangerous persecutor of the church uh, to being a proclaimer and a protector of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul wrote this letter to the churches in Galatia. It wasn't just one church as when he wrote a letter to, let's say, the church in Ephesus, the church in uh, Philippi, the church in Colossae, or to an individual. This he wrote to a group of churches in the region of Galatia. It wasn't just a city, it was a whole area. And there were evidently several churches that he had probably planted on his first missionary trip. But Galatia um, was a region in Asia Minor, which is today present-day Turkey. And um, Galatia was named after the Gauls, G-A-U-L-S, who had settled in the area of Galatia. Galatia means the country of the Gauls. And they were originally from what we know today as the area of France. So most in those churches were Gentiles, along with Jews, how who had accepted Christ as their Messiah, and they were saved. These were the first um, century Christians. So the Lord used Paul to write to these churches in Galatia. So number two, why was the letter written? Well, as I said, many in these churches were Gentile believers. 
They had put their faith in Jesus Christ when they heard the gospel. They had accepted God's free gift of salvation um, through God's grace. But there were then Jewish believers, and many of them known as Judaizers, who were coming along saying, you can't really be saved you need to follow the Jewish customs, the Jewish laws. You need to be circumcised. If you have been coming on Wednesday night, you heard Pastor Michael when he was doing an introduction to the book of James, which he's doing on Wednesday nights. He also brought in a lot of from the book of Galatians as way of introduction. These Judaizers were putting the pressure and a burden on these new Gentile believers and was saying that just faith in Jesus, the gospel that Paul had taught, wasn't really enough. And many of them were giving into that pressure and beginning to follow along with what these Jewish false teachers were sharing. And this teaching not only perverted the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it undermined Paul's authority. They were saying he had not taught the whole gospel when he had begun these churches. Well, he had heard about the trouble that was being caused and stirred up there in those churches, and he wanted to defend the gospel by clarifying what the gospel was and what it wasn't, and not only that, but to explain his apostleship, his authority, that he had shared the gospel with the authority of Jesus Christ, and he wanted to correct those errors and to set them back on the right path of salvation comes through grace alone. It's a free gift of God as you put your faith in Christ's finished work. It's not achieved by keeping the Mosaic law. It's not achieved by faith and something else. So what should we gain by studying the book of Galatians number three? Well, I'll, several little points. Number one, we're going to be nourished spiritually because it's God's word. And when we open God's word, when we study God's word, we are fed spiritually because it's our spiritual food. We need spiritual food for our spiritual man, just like our physical bodies need physical food. Matthew 4.4, 4, we read of Jesus quoting Deuteronomy 8.3 when he was resisting the enemy and when he said, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We need to be in the word. So in general, we will benefit spiritually because we are studying God's word, and the book of Galatians is in God's word. Number two, we will be better equipped to stand against the attack of the enemy because even as Jesus used God's word to resist the enemy, that's the, the weapon that we use to resist the enemy, the armor that we're given in Ephesians chapter 6. And verse 17 tells us that God's word is the sword of the spirit. So we stand in the armor using the sword of the spirit, holding up our shield of faith, and that enables us to stand and withstand against the attack of the enemy. Number three, more specifically to the book of Galatians, we're going to gain a better understanding of God's gospel of grace versus the law and the righteousness that each produces. We're going to learn more about legalism and the freedom that we have in Christ and the freedom that God's grace brings to us. So we'll be able to better defend the gospel 
the good news of salvation. Number four, we're going to gain, or we should gain, a deeper appreciation of God's free gift, God's grace, and what it costs Jesus in order to offer this gift of grace to us. We just finished Easter and focusing on the suffering that Christ did on our behalf. He took our sin, gave us his righteousness. But we should, as we focus in on how grace saves us, not our own works, we should have that deeper appreciation. Number five, we're going to see what a true conversion looks like what a transformation results in when there is a genuine faith in Jesus Christ, how a life changes when a person comes to know Jesus. There needs to be changes, otherwise that faith and the result of faith is not living. It's not genuine if there's no change. Number six, we're going to learn more about the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit and how we're to walk, living and walking in the Spirit, who's been given to us to help us in our walk, to help us walk um, in that transformed life. He helps us know Jesus and to make Jesus known to others, because part of the work of the Holy Spirit is not only to enlighten and teach us through God's Word, but to change us and make us more Christ-like. Okay, number seven, we'll be instructed in how to help others and we'll be encouraged to sow to the Spirit by not growing growing weary in our well-doing. Galatians 6, 9 is one of uh, a very well-known verse about don't be weary in your well-doing, don't give up, don't give in, don't faint, and if you don't, you will reap in due season. And that we're going to, so we're going to be encouraged to press on and to continue doing what the Lord would want us to do. So there's six chapters in the book of Galatians. We have six weeks after today. So we're going to do a chapter with each week's lesson. And because we're going to look at a chapter a week, I do encourage you to read it in more than one translation. Go online, Google it. You know, New Living, um, NIV, New American Standard, New King James. Just, I would encourage you, read it in as many translations as you can, many versions as you can. I want to share a couple things that uh, John Corson and Wearsby had to say about Galatians. John Corson's commentary on Galatians, he wrote, In chapters 1 and 2, Paul wrote of his personal experience with grace. Chapters 3 and 4 address Paul's doctrinal instruction about grace. Chapters 5 and 6 give practical application of grace. So obviously, grace is a big part. It's Paul's experience with grace, Paul's instruction about grace, and then practical application of grace. Now, what Wearsby said, he said chapters 1 and 2 are about grace and the gospel. Chapters 3 and 4 are about grace and the law. Chapters 5 and 6 are about grace and the Christian life. So we're totally focusing in on the grace of God that brings salvation. The blessings that come to us are through God's grace. We can't earn or deserve or buy our salvation. We don't work for it but yet we're going to see how works do play a part 
in our salvation when that salvation is real. So the lessons are available in the foyer. Um, we can email them to you if you aren't here or if you like to do it online, let your leader know. And also, uh, and of course, we'll pass out the hard copies here at the study. Um, they've changed the website, and I've just found out if you want to download the lesson, it's a current lesson for the week. You have to go, you can go to the website online and then click on the bulletin. And on the bulletin, there'll be a site for the women's study where you can then click to open up the lesson and download it. Um, or you can get to the church bulletin and get to that same uh, spot in the women's ministry section for the lesson on the church app. Evidently, the app, that's, that's where they're really encouraging you to find out the more detailed information that's going on in the church. So if you have trouble, call Sean. <laughs> call the office. <laughs> call Lurie when Lurie is there, because Lurie's going to know, be a pro on how to do this as well. But, uh, you know, I... And the messages are normally taped on Thursday. Nathan is here normally to get the messages recorded on Thursday. And usually by Thursday afternoon or Friday, they normally are available on the app. I don't think you'll be able to get them on the web, but on the app, I think um, you'll be able to. I didn't ask about that. If Yeah, but, you know, they've just recently changed. Just last week. Okay, so maybe you still can under media. On the website, probably if you go to media, if you want to listen to the to it, and I, I think you can still order them on you know a disc if you're wanting to. So I'm looking forward to what the Lord's going to do through the Book of Galatians, and I hope you are too. So let's pray. Lord, thank you again for the freedom we have to open your word. Thank you for preserving it for us, Lord, and for using Paul to write this among other letters, but this one, and and Lord, help us to see how it's going to apply to us on a day-to-day -day basis, Lord, because certainly we're not in Galatia. We haven't been uh, influenced by these Judaizers, and yet, Lord, we know other things come in to take away from your gospel of grace, that good news of faith in Jesus Christ and, and his finished work. So, Lord, teach us, open our understanding, make us more like you, we pray, and accomplish everything you're wanting to do in us and through us as we go through this book of Galatians, and we thank you for it. Bless the discussion groups, Lord, today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, ladies.